Previously on the Omen podcast... You realise that this is some sort of barrier set up by some form of undead force. It's a ghost. I knew it. It's a ghost, guys. You see a man who looks kind of like Guy Fieri, and he was standing near the Curse of the Dark Bayou. Is he connected to ghosts? Because then he'd be Guy Fieri! The three of you run out of the theme park, and you pursue. Annabelle, you get a roll of 22, and you leap over the fence. I don't know how you managed to do it, but you leap with almost like saint-like grace across the fence. Dr. Martin, you come round the corner through the gate and you find Annabelle and also Koala frozen in place in the middle of the graveyard. Oh, dear God. What will happen next? Find out on this exciting episode of Omen. Dr. Martin, you come round the corner through the gate and you find Annabelle and also Koala frozen in place in the middle of the graveyard. What do you want to do? I want to hide and like see what the hell is happening before I do anything rash. Okay, so you're hiding behind some nearby gravestones. Yeah, and I want to see if something comes up and, or comes out so I can see what, what did this to them. Annabelle and Koala, you're standing there. You are unable to move as soon as you touched the ground you felt yourself frozen in place by some sort of freezing cold energy so, so it caught me saying it caught me mid ah fuck yeah it caught you mid ah fuck i mean you can talk you're able to talk but you are rooted in place the ground seems to like be holding you there if you're gonna freeze a man at least get his entire body jeez the ground begins to sort of smoke with this weird blue white smoke that comes out of the ground that's not good and it coalesces into a hooded figure and the hooded figure pulls back its hood and you see a skeletal face staring back at you the fuck quick koala where are your faces oh i've got them in my bag mate if you if you wanted a face you just had to ask (laughs) <laughs> I point my eyes towards like my bag like, I, like I'm like hey you, you want a bag? The skeletal figure looks at both of you and you see Peyton run off into the background and he smiles at you and he goes you're the guys from Omen aren't you? Wait he ain't got no face how he smiling? His skeletal features warp it's kind of creepy looking. It's like the effect when uh, Buffy meets a vampire person. Oh. Kind of yeah it's very janky. Now I know who to throw my salt rifle at. This skeletal figure is looking at you and goes, You're the guys from Omen, aren't you? I've been told to kill you. That's quite forward. I'm going to run up like at full speed from my hiding spots. All right, could you roll for focus? Yes. A nine. He immediately holds a hand out and you freeze in place as well. Ah! Oh, dear, dear, dear me. You... <laughs> You humans, you're so stupid. Never trust a man who tuts! He hovers there in the middle of space and goes, I've been tasked to kill you. I've been told to kill you by 
the uh, people who happen to have a contract with me. Who are you? My name is Mr. Ribs. Mr. Ribs? Oh, is it, is, is it on account of all the ribs that are showing through your body? Yeah, it is. Did you get teased about that a lot? I did. Your parents did not have a lot of imagination, did they? They were a horrible group of people who spawned me into existence. And I feel like I have to kill you now. Could you not kill us? I can barely remember my parents. Let's talk about our parents for a second. Um, who, what, are we, what are the names of your parents? I don't really have parents because I am what you call a, a tulpa. I exist purely because of the the uh, belief of your race's kind of belief system. It's, it's weird. So it was a kind of a John and Mary kind of deal? Kind of forgettable? I, I suppose. Excuse me, Koala. Yeah? That is offensive. It is uh, Joseph and Mary. I don't. I don't think. I don't think he's Christ. I, I just think he's. He's got a, a skeleton face. But I don't. I don't believe in you. Not everyone has to believe in me for me to be real. I only need to be believed in by a few people to to take form in this world. That that is how tulpas work. You're telling me that you're something like Tinkerbell. <sighs> like Tinkerbell, but for death. Do you know Tinkerbell? We've hang out a couple of times at parties, but like, we, we don't tend to talk very much. Uh, she is, after all, a fairy. She is on the other side of the, uh, the spectrum to me. Uh, we don't tend to get along. Well, in that case, do you have any cousins or sisters? Uh, technically. Any brothers? Very technically. Any second cousins? Incredibly technically. How technical are we talking here? Do you have any hobbies? My hobbies are collecting people's souls and bringing them to the afterlife. Isn't that your job? How often do you get to indulge in your hobby as opposed to, like, is your is your job also your hobby? Yeah, they said make your hobby a job, you know, like, they, they say that and then you end up in a situation where your your job takes up all of your life and you, you don't know what time you're taking off and what time you're actually doing work and, and it just gets a bit awful, you know? Well, considering that... Considering you've spent so long doing jobs, doing this because you have to, have you ever considered doing it once because you want to? Just having a, a little bit of a lack? Well, you see, I'm, I'm contractually obligated to kill all of you now. Absolutely, and we will get to that, but what I'm saying is, this is a town full of souls where one harvested soul would make a real difference. You harvest souls, I harvest faces, I, I know what this is like. We can... Hey, we can have a little bit of fun before we do that, right? Like, we're gonna die anyway. You are a figure of the dead. You are a manifestation of all of intent. Just, it's gonna, it's gonna happen. Wanna have some fun first? Hmm, I, I suppose killing you right now doesn't actually have to happen. Well, there are four of you here, so what, 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 are, your, what are your names? What, what's your name there? And he points towards you, Annabelle. Hello, uh, sir. I'm, uh, Annabelle St. John. Annabelle St. John? Hmm. He disappears into smoke for a second, and then he appears right next to you. You have an interesting aura around you, Annabelle. We'd appreciate it if you could walk around us. It makes us feel very insecure, the, the, the phasing and the teleporting. Honestly, don't give a crap about what you humans find interesting or more useful. Uh, I... Am a god of death. Of course. This is my job. I will do whatever I want and whatever feels cool and natural to me. Okay. All right. Yeah. Do what feels cool and natural. But you know what would be really cool? Seeing a figure of death walk. 
just walk like a like a like a person, but they're a figure of death. That would I would be terrified. Wouldn't you be terrified, Martin? Who's Martin? I'm not Martin. That's not my name. Wouldn't you be terrified, Chad? Sure. Yes, I would definitely be terrified. The Death God walks around you. He sort of step step shashes around you. Oh God! <laughs> I'm so terrified right now. Jeez! Hold off on the walking, mate. Annabelle. Yes. I'll let you and your friends go if you can do something for me. Uh, what'll it be? Just a little deal. It, it it's not too much. You see over there. And he gestures a sort of bony hand towards a mausoleum nearby. I require a skull from inside there. But you already got your own skull. I'm looking right at it. There is a skull in there that happens to be mine. It is something that I need to collect to fulfill a duty. It's been a duty that I have avoided for several hundred years now. Are, are you trying to get us to ask someone out for you? Uh, not, not exactly. I, I I just require the skull. Not exactly, but like, what what's the what's the lucky what's the lucky figure's name? Is it Tinkerbell? Yeah, it, it's Tinkerbell. Sure, why not? Ah. If we're assisting in the purpose of love, I don't think we'd have a problem with... Do you have a problem with love? Um, go on. Do you have a problem with love, Martin? Do you have a problem with love, Annabelle? I feel like we're all on the side of love here. I'm... I'm not... I'd say you're on the side of love. I'm, I'm on the side of, of me staying alive, honestly. Well, I guess. Guess we can help you out. Well, you're the only one, I believe, here that has the aura that I need to get into that. Mosley, so... Well, now, sir, you're just being sexist. No, I, I, I genuinely believe... No, you're telling me that going to go get that skull, that's women's work, right? Not exactly. Women's work, and you're trying to take advantage of, like, her being a woman to also make this other person feel comfortable with you? That isn't a good luck. It is important to me. I could kill you right now and fulfill my, uh, my current assignment. You could, but then you wouldn't have anyone to ask the person that you like out... Because you're a little bitch. Very rude. How much? How much are your current employers paying you anyway? I'm sure you know you can get a job with us at Omen. You have pretty good benefits. I'm paid in souls. Uh, I harvest them. I bring them to my realm. Did you know how many souls we just capture all the time? How many souls do you capture? I've got like. Four souls in my bag right now. Is wasn't that an option on the employee employment form that you could choose to get paid in souls instead of? I, I, I chose the British pound, and it's really not paying off for me right now. <laughs> Crashing like a motherfucker, isn't it? <laughs> Unfortunately. What is the exchange rate on souls to the American dollar? About ten to the ten to the dollar. The minute. Ten, wait, ten souls per dollar, or the other way around? Ten souls per dollar. Uh, capitalism has really brought down the uh, dollar do dollar to soul ratio. Souls aren't worth shit. Yeah, it's a shame. Wait, so you get one soul per kill? Yeah. And we, and you can get the value of sh like a ton more souls if you work for us. And, ha and have you also considered just like going into capitalism as like a job? Like, you could be a great stockbroker. We'll discuss this once Annabelle does my thing for me, shall we? I never agreed to nothing. Go on, Annabelle. It'll help. It'll do... It, just just one little skull, 
and you and your friends can go free. He'll be like Greg too, Annabelle. Well, I don't like him nearly as much as I like Greg. I know that Greg's been eating all them cats. I think he's much funnier. Look, Greg looks fantastic in his tie, and I just I don't think this skull fucker is is gonna look is gonna work out. Yeah, but Greg just have you tried talking to him at the water cooler? He just sort of stares at you and grunts. It's very uncomfortable. But it's but it's nice pleasant grunts. I, I will I will defend Greg here. It's just it's pleasant grunts. I, I have not had many pleasant grunts with this person thus far. I'm looking forward to having my mind change that. It's small talk sucks. Maybe maybe he just don't like you, Martin. Maybe. I am a little bit biased against stone creatures, I think. Now, now you're just being racist. No, I just have some things to work out. I'm sorry. Greg speaks through his eyes. <laughs> They're emotional. They're deep. And why the hell have we not tried seeing if we can run while we have this bastard distracted? Mr. Ribs clicks his fingers and could Martin and Koala roll for luck, please? <laughs> ah, critical hit. I got a five. Mr. Rib clicks his fingers, and Koala, you feel one of your fingers break. One of your fingers breaks for three damage. Is it one of his fleshy fingers, or one of his not fleshy fingers? One of his flesh fingers. Oh, that's not going to be fun. Mr. Ribs looks at you, Annabelle, and goes, Look, if you don't do it, I'll kill you and your friends. Well, um, not to be pedantic, um, they're not my friends. What? My eyes look so hurt right now. I just have to work with them. I roll my eyes. I try to whisper so they can't hear me insulting them. But you've got that loud southern voice. And like, bless their hearts, they're trying their best, but their best is just- I can hear everything you say and it hurts. Miss St. John, I would highly recommend that you do this for your best interests. And it will, it will take a very short amount of time and then we can all move on with our lives. Does your existence count as a life? Technically. Technically. Very technically. See, now I'm telling you, like, we got this guy over here that he's just, he's grossly into contracts, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. So we can take a look at your contract, and uh, I'm sure there's a loophole, or like five, and like, we could always use a new HR department. Trust me, I, I understand loopholes very well, but I really need that skull. It's very important to me. Well, uh, I try not to go about uh, doing things unless, well, I mean, I try not to go about doing things at all, but especially not if I don't know why I'm doing it. The skull happens to be the skull of a very important person whose soul escaped the undeath, and I need to bring them into the fold, as it were. And unfortunately, that mausoleum is protected by a, re a reflective force field that I cannot get through. Well, if you're talking about reflective force fields, we just saw one, and uh, it ain't it ain't going great. You happen to have a certain aura that lets you pass through this particular one. Well, um, if you if you want to know about my aura, your name is Annabelle St. John, correct? Uh, yes, it is, sir. Then you should be fine. I mean, why can't you just change your name to Annabelle St. John? I cannot do that. There's all sorts of forms for that these days, mate. It's only like $50 or something. Just gotta go to the courthouse. It's like right down the street. We'll wait here. I promise that we will wait here while you wait. Wait, you guys have to pay for that? 
Yeah, you gotta pay to change your name legally. We just send it a form. He's not having any of it. Is it because he doesn't have money? We did establish it barely gets paid. Can you saucily slip a 20 in between his ribs? <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it, I guess. Very well. Under one condition. What is the condition? That I get superpowers, right? That Martin is no longer a frail old man. <laughs> wow, very rude. I'm a death god, not a miracle worker. <laughs> <laughs> well, what oh, chiropractor, are we right? <laughs> well, you're a death god, but a fireman don't start fires. So maybe you can just like scooch him away from death a little bit longer. You want me to heal him? Yeah. All right, I can heal him. You did say there was a uh, force field over in the uh, theme park, was that right? Uh-huh, ghost-based forest field. Yeah. I can get rid of that, too, if you want. I like that. Favor for a favor, right? Favor for a favor. I, I feel like we could also do it on us by ourselves if that was necessary. No? Okay, let's, let's just take the favor <laughs> while we can get it. <laughs> Annabelle, you find yourself suddenly able to move a bit. I punch him. You punch him? I punch him. Okay. So you punch him, and his head spins around 360. Oh, no, 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 no. Let's not do that, shall we? Well, how about you try not being so rude next time? I will try my best, Miss Annabelle. The Death God guides you to the mausoleum. The engravings on the outside have been worn off through time. There is a bunch of horseshoes nailed to the outside of the mausoleum. And the Death God stops in its tracks and then points forward. You have to go in. I, I cannot follow you. But all I need is the skull that's in there. That's all that's important to me. I go in. It's like a dungeon. It's like a dungeon, but there are no dragons because this is not a D&D podcast. It's a D&D podcast, but it stands for Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> <laughs> yes. DM and Dumbos. DM and Dumbos. <laughs> you push against the door and slowly but surely it opens up and... You are shown a large set of stairs that descend beneath the ground and you follow them down and you eventually manage to make your way into the catacombs. There are cobwebs everywhere around you and you manage to brush them apart. In front of you, you can see a, like, stella. Is it a stella? What, what's, what's, what's the thing that you put dead people's on? Like a slab. Yeah. Is it a slab? Like at a morgue. There is a big slab and on it there is the remains of some human, some person, uh, the skeleton is there, and there is a skull. Could you please roll for observation? All right. That's 14. Okay, so as you go towards the body, you see above it a family crest. Most of it is worn away, but you make out what look like large angel wings above it. Do you want to take the skull? Well, can the death god dude see me from where I am down here? He cannot. All right, I'm going to try to call Smedley. Roll for luck. 14. That's a 14. Why would you want to ring him? All right. Okay. I'm going to say because you're close enough, you managed to ring him. What do you want to ring him for? Um, <laughs> Hello. Hey, uh, Smedley, uh, we got a issue in the graveyard right now. What do you mean? Uh, there's a, a death god, some, something like Tinkerbell. I can't remember the fancy word he used for it, but uh, Martin and the other one are kind of stuck right now. A death god? Yeah. Oh, uh-oh. Okay. Um, do any of you happen to have any uh, holy water on you? I am an ordained priest, and 
I guess you're not, my... up, you're not down in the car. You can't say well, anything. Well, here's the thing. I'm, I'm an ordained priest, and I piss. Technically, is that holy water? No. <laughs> what if I'm holy piss? Maybe. Okay, I'll um, keep that in my back pocket. Continue. Uh, I ain't got no holy water, but the church is just, like, right there. Uh, right, I will try and uh, get in touch with you. I'm, I'm, I'll, give me a minute. I'll just get my coat back in a minute. I'm, gonna, gonna, um, I'm going down the stairs. Uh, hang on a minute. There's someone at the door. Um, all right, give me a minute. It's Medley. Don't uh, answer the door. Hello? It's Medley. Uh, 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 help! Medley! And the phone goes silent. Um... I'm gonna call Greg. You can't call Greg. Why can't I call Greg? He's he should he be in the office phone. right now. He does uh, have Greg a phone. Greg has a phone. Can you tell me he doesn't Would have you service? Not be offensive to Greg. He is a real boy with a real job. He wears a tie and everything. They can't fit a suit on him, but they tried. So he's just got a collar and he's got a tie and occasionally he's got cats for lunch, but we're not going to talk about that anymore. Um, but he's made of stone. What happens to the cat? Is it just like a bunch of debris around his mouth? Yeah, it's gross. Oh, no. It's horrible. Can't bring the hairless cats around Greg. They look like walking chicken, and it's not okay. Alright, I'm going to ring Greg. You ring up Greg, and you hear a sort of gravelly, grumbling noise. Hey, Greg, sweetie. Uh, I need you to, uh, Get the hell to Louisiana real quick. Um, I know it's gonna take you. <laughs> All right, uh, grumble twice if that's a yes. <laughs> All right, um, I'll see you soon, sweetie. Uh, please don't, please don't eat any house pets on the way. <laughs> grumble twice for yes. Greg. <laughs> <laughs> he hangs up. All right. Um, well, actually, you know what? I'm safe down here. I'm just gonna... He can't come down here to get me. No, he can't. But the, 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 your two friends are upstairs. You mean my work acquaintances? Yes. So what do you uh, do when you're not working, Death God? Uh, I, I like to uh, swim in the uh, giant ethereal abyss. Oh, I've been there, I think. You've been there? Yeah, a few times. I mean, sort of. It's nice. It's a nice place. Wait, have you actually, Koala? Yeah. Knowing my life, you think I haven't died at least once? <laughs> no, I guess that's fair. You've definitely died more than once, right? Right? Probably. I can remember at least one time. Huh. Yeah, so, like, is, is it, does it still have that little uh, shop right next to the, the the beach, which, like, I know that you call it the the, the foundation of souls, but it's basically a beach, right? Like, is... The is foundation it... of souls, yeah. Mm. No, we, we, we got rid of the shop. Oh no! Because I remember that was that was a family business. What happened? Well, you know how things go. Uh, we've got a lot of capitalism currently, like infesting our realm, and we're having to deal with that. Is that why you're you're doing these jobs that are honestly beneath you, just like contract killing mad people because of the capitalism? I've had problems running with Gamma in the past, and they've basically got me over a barrel at the minute. Uh, I killed off a couple of people that they really didn't want to die, and they caught me in a summoning circle, and they kind of had me screwed. It's interesting that you mentioned Gamma, because I think a lot of, a lot of them might be gone now. Well, we did have an influx of, uh, of souls recently, I don't know where that came from. There's this dynamite lady named Ethel that I would love to introduce you to at some point. I walk out of the tomb with the skull in my hand. You walk out of the tomb and immediately 
Mr. Ribs turns around and he goes, Ah, Annabelle. Nice to see you. It took you a while. I see that's the skull. Can I please have it? What are you gonna do with it? I'm gonna take it and bring it back to the undead realm. Okay, but, uh, first, release those two. Okay. Why? Because that's part of the deal! Ain't you ever had a standoff before? Put the skull in my hand and I will release them immediately. You release them or I throw- I roll it right back down. Put it outside of the force field and I will then release them. He can teleport! No! I'm not gonna do that! Listen, Annabelle. Do I look like an idiot to you? Maybe. I don't understand how you humans work in general, so like, you could be hyper-intelligent for a human, but you'd be pretty stupid in terms of celestial levels. I, I hold the skull up as if I'm about to throw it back down the stairs. No, 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 okay, 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 all right. You release okay. my two foreign boys, because we got shit to do. Foreign boy? I'm sorry, Dr. Foreign Boy? Thanks. Foreign boys, I'm from Australia. You selfish bastard. All right, then, I, I will I will let them go. But if you don't give me that skull, I will break each of their necks immediately, okay? That might be an improvement. Well, you know what? I've had an ache there all day. <laughs> he reaches his hand out and he clicks his fingers and the two of them are now free. Hooray! Oh. Annabelle. I keep true to my word, I guess. And step out of the force field with the stupid skull. He floats forward towards you and he takes the skull from your hand and he smiles and goes oh thank you annabelle i will treasure this for a very very long time i don't like the way that you said that that don't sound uh you're gonna masturbate to it aren't you i will treasure this for a very long time He then looks at all three of you and goes, Well, I am still contractedly obligated to try and kill you, so... But you did. I'm afraid... That's a thing. Well, I'm not... I'm afraid I can't get out of it that easily, We still so, haven't uh, had our stag do either, mate. Come on. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, I'll, I'll, I'm sure I'll talk to you we later. We gave I'll, you the wank skull! You gave me the wank skull, yes. <laughs> if you make it out of this, then I will come to you later on and I will close down that force field for you. But if, unless, of course, you, you die now, then uh, we'll see you later. And goodbye. And he clicks his fingers and around you you feel the ground start to shake and he disappears and out of the ground there are four zombies climbing out of the, their graves towards you motherfucker ah. okay i'm going to start i'm going to bring out my blackberry uh, shaped device and point at the ground or like the general area somehow and Remove the G from graveyard what? and turn it into a graveyard. You're joking. No, and uh, and it's going to be playing like a rave remix of Thriller. So, so what you're doing is you're like spinning around as you as you sp- as you're typing this in, so it covers the general area. Yes, exactly. In in a certain sense, you become the disco ball. Kind of. <laughs> I imagine. Okay, so you spin around. <laughs> Could you roll for focus for me? Yeah. Yeah. Twenty-two. Wow. Nice. You spin around and the sort of magic shimmering force coming from the thing you have, the incredibly broken thing that I hate that you have. (laughs) It covers the graveyard in beautiful lights and the ground beneath you turns slowly into these sort of pulsing glass lights. So it's like one of those disco floors. And the zombies themselves start to involuntarily dance. I rip off my top. All right. 
and then the zombies start to dance themselves to death. They are swinging back and forth, and their arms are falling off because they're kind of a bit, I'd say, rotten. I throw glow sticks at them. Surely there are glow sticks growing out of the ground right now. I mean, I'm going to say that all of you, kind of, because you've been kept within this force field of rave of the graveyard, you are all transformed in such a way. So Koala takes his top off, but then gains bell bottoms. If I don't keep these bell bottoms after the session ends, I'm done. I'm not coming back ever again. That's fine. You've got bell bottoms. You've got bell bottoms. And Annabelle gets like a really cool sequin like outfit, like a sequin dress. And Dr. Martin gets like rave glasses. Can I get super tacky dreads? Oh god, yeah. You get tra- you get the tackiest of dreads. Nice. Um, and the zombies break themselves apart. In the process, what you just asked for was really clever because that means you have a full head of hair now. Holy crap! You do, <laughs> don't you? Oh, yeah. that 50 pound commission I did is a complete waste now because you've got dreads. <laughs> <laughs> it could be, it could be a, fa- it could be fake dreads because then they'd be here. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, all right. You're wearing a wig. It's really itchy. You're all now in this graveyard. All the zombies have shook themselves apart and are now sort of like writhing on the floor doing the worm. And you are now free and safe. You've saved yourselves. Congratulations. And I've created a major tourist attraction. And you have created a major tourist attraction, which might bring more people to the city. Yeah. It'll be great. Unfortunately, they're going to have to build a new graveyard, I think. This is true. Could you all please roll for observation? As someone who rolled an eight, all I'm observing is a good time. <laughs> Two. Um, I got a 16. Okay, Annabelle, you are enjoying this wonderful dancing music, but you look out over the gate and you see some kerfuffle happening at the house nearby where you guys were staying, right next to the jail. You look through the gate and you see Dr. Smedley being pulled out in handcuffs and taken to the jail. And that's where we're going to end this session of the podcast. He will be in prison with someone we just framed, so that'll be interesting. Wait, it, uh, I need I need to use my uh, rock? Alright, yeah, okay, you can use your stone before night. Alright, yeah, go for that before you go then. How long until Greg gets here, God? Well, I can only give you a yes or no answer, so I'm going to say yes. Crap. <laughs> yes. Crap. <laughs> I forgot how it worked. End of episode. <laughs> oh, no. At least that fucking thing isn't inherently broken. <laughs> then what's the point of it? I, I feel mildly cheated. The point of it was to be, like, intelligent and useful, but none of you <laughs> use intelligence. The Omen podcast is powered by Ellipsis RPG, the accessible donationware rule set. Now available on itch.io. If you like what you're hearing, please rate us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. You can tweet to us at the hashtag OmenCast, that's O-M-E-N cast. And who knows, you might get a special mention in one of the episodes from us. Thank you for listening, and remember, stay vigilant. You never know what's out there. Hi there. The show you just listened to is a member of the Necropodicon Podcast Network. 
Head over to Necropodicon.com to find tons of other shows you'll love. While you're there, check out the cast and crew profiles and fan art galleries.